1: Feline friends, welcome to Catitude. I'm your show host, Michelle Fern. And hey, happy National Cat Day. And keeping with a National Cat Day, we're going to talk with a return guest about all things cat and uh, some other special things. We're going to be right back.
0: Looking for a dental treat that does more for your dog? Daily Dose is a two-in-one chew that pairs a daily dental scrub with powerful supplements to help with the biggest health concerns facing our dogs. Daily Dose was developed by vets to be simple to use and super effective. Plus, dogs love the taste. Available for joint, skin, heart health, or calming. Daily Dose, your pet's daily dose of awesome. Visit yourpetsdailydose.com to save $3 on your first bag with promo code PETLIFE. That's yourpetsdailydose.com. Let's talk pets on petliferadio.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to introduce you to our returning guest, Pam Johnson Bennett. She's a certified cat behaviorist and consultant. Welcome, Pam.
0: Hi. Thank you so much for having me. And it's one of my favorite days of the year. What could be better than National Cat Day? Exactly. So, tell everybody, if maybe they didn't
1: hear in the first show, tell everybody a little bit about what you do.
0: I am a certified cat behavior consultant and an author, and I started my career by adopting two kittens when I didn't know anything about cats, and this was a long, long time ago. And there weren't books out there. There wasn't the focus on behavior. So I really had to stumble through it. And luckily the cats were very patient and taught me a lot. And I realized there was a career there and I accidentally got into it. And now like 38, 39 years later, it's a thriving career. And behavior luckily is something that's on the minds of people. We now are not Having cats be the second class citizens of pets anymore. People realize that behavior matters.
1: Yes, absolutely. And there's a big difference between cats and small dogs. Cats are not small dogs. Cats are not dogs. They're their own, they have their own specialness. Cats are cats. And I'm thrilled that you're here on National Cat Day. You know, we're going through a lot of craziness this year with COVID, and, you know, people are looking at their lives, making changes and a lot of changes that they weren't planning to make and a lot of lifestyle changes as well. And more and more people are adopting cats. But I think there's a time when you know you're ready to adopt a cat and hopefully you're adopting from a shelter I kind of have an idea of some things, but I want to know your opinion on when do you think somebody is ready to just consider, not the type of cat, but just at the time in their life where they're considering, you know, I should get a cat.
0: Well, a lot of times when it comes to cats, it becomes an impulsive decision. You know, it's, you find a cat, you know, on the side of the road or a cat shows up at your back door or you know, your neighbor's cat has kittens, however you get the cat, whether it's from a shelter, or it just happens in your into your life. It's really important to remember, this is a living creature who is not temporary. It's not Oh, well, the cat's lucky to be adopted by me. So you know, we're just going to put him out in the backyard. And this animal is going to be a member of your family, hopefully for many, many years. So do your homework, It doesn't matter whether you paid thousands of dollars for a cat or whether it was a cat you rescued on the side of the road. Those lives are still equally as valuable. So do your homework, pay attention to what cats need, but also make sure in your life, your environment, your home, your family, that everyone is on the same page about this being the right time. For example, if you're really busy, don't just get a cat because you think, well, I don't have time for a dog, so we'll just get a cat because you know, we can leave him alone for days at a time. That's not fair to the cat. So sit down with everybody, make sure you have the time to dedicate to the cat and the training needed and that this cat will be an important member of your family.
1: I think those are great ideas and great opinions. I also think you should be financially ready. Cats are not that expensive, but there are sometimes things that pop up. So you should have that to consider. And also space. Cats need a little space. Sometimes I think people think because they're small, you know, generally smaller than most dogs they don't take up much room but they need space they like to be elevated they just need a little space and some people don't
0: always think about that well they need the choice it doesn't have to be a lot of space you don't have to have a you know 15 room house but they need the ability to interact or avoid so there has to be spaces for them where they can go off and be by themselves where they can curl up and hide As you said, elevated areas, cats often feel more comfortable and secure in an elevated area. It comes down to choice. When you give cats a choice, their stress level goes down. When there is no choice, when there's no way they can get away from everybody and go off on their own, they start to get stressed. So it's a matter of choice. The way we need it, you know, there are times when you want to be with family members. And there are times when you want to go off and, you know, read a book or watch TV in a room by yourself. We have that choice. We should give cats the ability to engage or avoid as well.
1: You know, these days, a lot of people are turning to shelters for adopting, which I think is great. I mean, I've heard during, especially during, you know, this year with covid that some shelters have, you know, record low amounts of cats, which and dogs, which is just wonderful. But often shelters have cats that kind of look at them, and then you can say, "This." I know this is a pun, but they're perfectly imperfect. You know, they might be community cats, they might be feral cats that have been a little more socialized. What do people need to think about when they're adopting a cat like this?
0: Well. A lot of times the cats who are older or who have physical disabilities and challenges, you know, a cat is blind or has hearing disabilities or had a leg amputated, or cats who have been labeled with behavior problems or difficult personalities get overlooked. And it's really a shame because those cats do really well in homes, in forever homes. A cat with a a physical disability adjusts very well as long as you've created an environment that is safe, a cat who is older, you, know, you adopt a 14-year-old cat, you may have many years still with that cat. And imagine what quality of life you're giving that cat. Or a cat with behavior problems, maybe that behavior was labeled in because of the home that cat was in. It doesn't mean that behavior is going to happen in your home. And a lot of times we label cats, oh, that's an aggressive cat. But maybe... Not an aggressive cat, it's a cat who was acting aggressively because of a specific set of circumstances. And earlier this year, Armin Hammer had reached out to me to ask me if I would be interested in helping a shelter cat who had actually gone viral to help her in her new forever home. You might be familiar with Perdida, I've heard of it. She was very famous online, she came from the Mitchell County Animal Rescue. And she had been dubbed the world's worst cat because of her behavior and her personality. And I worked with her and by working with her and her new family, we were able to show people there are no bad cats. So today is really a special day, um, being National Cat Day. And I'm proud to be associated with this new initiative, Arm & Hammer Cat Litter is kicking off a national campaign to help perfectly imperfect cats find forever homes and it's on the website felinegenerous.com. We'll and get to that in just a
1: second but I want to ask you one more question about cats in general. What are some ways to really keep them happy and engaged because I think that causes behavior
0: problems too. Well, we make the mistake of assuming cats are independent, they're aloof, you know, they're low maintenance. So they'll go off and play by themselves and all they want to do is sleep all day. And that's not the case. Cats are affectionate. They do love to interact with us. They do need playtime. They do need stimulation. And that's an important part of having a relationship. You're going to get out of the relationship what you put into it. So if you get a cat thinking, well, I'm just, you know, he's just going to hunt for mice. And, you know, and then you get disappointed because he doesn't come when he, when you call him, he doesn't want to sit on the couch with you. He won't let you hold him. Well, it's because you didn't contribute your part to the relationship. So we have to stop viewing them as low maintenance, second-class pets. You know, they are not the low maintenance alternative to
1: a dog. Okay. Now I have a question. I was pondering this just the other day and it's a little out of left field, but, I was just wondering why, and I thought the next person I have I talk to on Catitude, I'm going to ask this. Why is it with cats that they love their face to be touched, but they don't like their backs to be touched in general? Because most people would think your face is more vulnerable
0: versus the back. Well, in general, they do like the back of the neck or under the chin or along the, the muzzle. Part of that probably is that they see you so they know who is touching them. For some cats, along the spinal cord and the base of the tail is extremely sensitive. And actually, you might be trying to pet a cat along the back thinking you're calming him and what you're actually doing is creating more stimulation. And also, if they aren't aware of who's petting them, it can startle them. So I think a lot of it has to do with Being able to see you, but also what feels good and relaxing and what starts to stimulate too much.
1: That's really interesting. Thank you so much. All right. We're going to be right back and we're going to talk about Arm & Hammer, what they're doing with Feline Generous and just all kinds of great things. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Michelle Fern here. I have to tell you about Pet Treater. Pet Treater is a gift box for your fur babes that gives you the chance to surprise them with interactive toys, all-natural treats, and a whole bunch more. You know, I just got one for Dennis's birthday, but I made sure to get the larger size because I knew Molly and Charlotte would want in on the action too. Let me tell you, it arrived the day before I planned to give it to him. Dennis actually slept next to it the entire time. In the morning when I went to open it, I noticed all these claw marks on the box. They were trying to break into the goods. What a party once I opened the box for them. They had a blast. You know, whether you have a really cute kitty or an adorable doggy, or maybe some of each roaming your house, you can tailor the box to fit their needs, including any allergies they have or their size. You know, we all need an excuse to spend more quality time with our fur kids. With a subscription starting as low as $15, you and your furry family members will get to unbox some new surprises together, meaning you'll be spending less money, less time shopping and more time hanging out. And if you're as obsessed with sharing photos of your pets as I am, you can connect with other animal lovers on the Pet site. Okay, now Pet is giving us this great offer. Go to PetTreater.com and use the coupon code CATTITUDE, that's C-A-T-T-I-T-U-D-E, and you'll get 50% off the first month of your subscription. That's PetTreater.com, P E T. -T 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 T-R-E-A-T-E-R dot com. And get ready for some great party times with your fur babes.
0: Are you listening to this right now with a cell phone clenched between your teeth? as you frantically flip pages on your paper calendars? Or are you a new breed of groomer, bred for speed and efficiency of movement? 123 Pet software automates your communications, doing the reminding, confirming, thanking, and marketing for you. 123 Pet centralizes your schedule, employees, clients, inventory, and more. 123 Pet is the business management software you need. Start minding your business today. Visit 123 petsoftwarecom
1: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio.
0: Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio.com. <laughs>
1: welcome back everyone we're talking with pam johnson bennett who's a cat consultant and we're talking about well we're talking about national cat day so we're talking about a lot of things cat and pam we talked about a little before but arm and hammer first they have this great site called feline generous which is a huge platform for shelters to I think they can post the cats that they have, but also they can post lists of what they need and then people can look for cats on the site as well. Right. They can post their wish list.
0: Their Feline Generous is a great site. It's a way for people to connect with their local shelters and also shelters can post their wish list. But Hammer is taking that a step further and we're doing this perfectly imperfect initiative. And now through November 30th, shelters can nominate cats that might have been passed by because of their age or their appearance or behavior or misunderstood personalities, you know, those perfectly imperfect cats. So along with myself, there are two other cat experts who are going to serve on a panel to select three winning cats and the shelters, the three winning shelters where those cats come from will each receive $10,000 from Arm & Hammer along with my counseling services for those cats. And the first 100 shelters who nominate cats will each receive $100 worth of Arm & Hammer cat litter. And I'm serving on this panel with Dr. Rodan, a veterinarian. She's an international author and speaker. And Amber Lowry, who is the executive director of Mitchell County Animal Services. So we're going to pick three winners. The winners will be decided early in December. And whether you're a shelter or a cat lover, you can browse and share and nominate as many perfectly imperfect cats as you want. It's on the site felinegenerousstories.com and you use the hashtag felinegenerous and hashtag contest. I'm so happy to to be a part of this because these cats are getting overlooked. This is an opportunity for these wonderful cats who get passed by, for shelters to highlight them, and for this to get shared by people and get them adopted.
1: You know, I think cats that are kind of imperfect are even more precious. I agree completely. One of mine, Dennis, who all of my cats found me, So Dennis was my first cat and, oh, I think I've had him 10 years already. He has an ear hematoma. So he's part main Coon. So he has a regular ear and a crunchy ear. And ear hematoma is when, usually it happens with dogs. They shake their heads a lot and the the ear fills up with blood. blood Right. Blood gets in there. And then when the blood gets drained, it kind of. And you have a crunchy ear. I think there's possibly a surgery, but we found out about it afterwards. So he's my perfectly perfect cat, but he is the sweetest thing. What percentage would you say of cats that are in shelters are from just the streets? I know this is random, but I'm just curious because I wonder if people realize how much are just from the streets versus people adopting
0: and bringing back home. I don't think as many, I don't, I I couldn't give you an exact number, but based on the shelter work I do and the evaluations I do, you'd be surprised how many are from homes that whether it's someone's moving and they don't think they can take their cat or they're having a baby and they were frightened. So they're giving up their cat or the cat's getting too old or the cat bit somebody or the cat urinated on the carpet. Many times cats are relinquished to shelters from cat parents, for behaviors that could be corrected. And that's the sad part is that of all the cats who go to shelters, so many of them go for behavior issues.
1: Talk about the book that you wrote and how much you've learned about cats. Can you just mention your book again for people that maybe haven't heard of it?
0: Well, I've written several books. I think if you... starting out with a cat, or you're dealing with a behavior issue, or you just want to learn more. My book, Think Like a Cat, I wrote that because that was how I learned to solve behavior problems by looking at a situation from a cat's point of view, rather than looking at it from this punitive perspective of, oh, you did this deliberately, you misbehaved. And I learned, and I have spent my life trying to teach people, when a cat does a behavior we don't like, it's really important to understand that behavior made sense to the cat. It wasn't a misbehavior. And if we want to correct it, we have to figure out why the cat felt the need to do it and what can we set up to make a change. If you have a multi-cat environment, that's where I wrote the book Cat vs. Cat which is specifically for multi-cat. That's when we
1: talk last. And yes, I think I have a multi-cat household and one cat that's a bit of a behavior. She has behavior issues. Her and her sister don't get along.
0: People don't understand the social structure of cats. You know, people either make the mistake of thinking, well, we're just going to put them in together and they've got to work it out. Or they think, Cats, they're not social, so you know it's normal for them to fight, but it's not. Cats do have a social structure. So if you have a multi-cat environment, it's important to understand how they relate to each other and how you can set up the environment to help them succeed. And it's not hard. It's just we have to stop looking at things from the wrong point of view. Do you think this
1: has been talked about so much, but you know, it's National Cat Day. So, and we're talking about adopting cats and so forth. Do you think it's better to adopt two if you don't
0: have any cats adopt? Just go for it. adopt two because they'll keep each other company. I think it's better to adopt two for many reasons. Chances are, if you adopt a cat, you are going to want more than one because you're going to realize, oh my gosh, I want twice as much love. They do also provide companionship for each other. And it is much easier to start out with two than to do a cat introduction later. There are ways to do a cat introduction, but it requires finesse. So avoid the headache and and start from the very beginning. Also, they learn from each other. So especially if you're getting two kittens, they help each other learn. So there are so many wonderful reasons to adopt two. And after the initial expense for example if you adopt kittens after the initial expense of you know spaying or neutering or vaccinations it's not that much more expensive to have two over one because you're not dealing with big size differences you're not adopting two great Danes so your your food expense and and your overall expense is not that that much cats don't weigh that much they're not big animals so yes go for two absolutely okay that's good to know and before we
1: close out, any other tips and you know advice? I mean, that's National Cat Day that you'd like to tell people this special day?
0: If you cannot adopt, do something to celebrate this day that helps with spreading the word about cats. If you can't adopt, donate. If you can't donate money, donate products, you know, shelters have wish lists, or donate your time, or spread the word on social media. Educate your neighbor, you know, do something because cats still have a long way to go before they're treated the way they deserve. And if you are a shelter, you're welcome to join the Feline Generous Network and you can upload your Amazon wish list and you can find directions for that on felinegenerous.com. But with this perfectly imperfect initiative, if you're a cat lover, share the information on felinegenerousstories.com. Let's get these cats adopted. I mean, even if you can't adopt one, if you know that your post or your share or your interest helped get that cat to the right home, that's a wonderful feeling. That's wonderful, and I'm so glad Armin Hamner is doing this on, you
1: know, kicking this off on National Cat Day, and their Feline Generous platform is amazing. It does so much good for local shelters. It just does amazing work. And thank you for going on their panel and offering your services to the winning shelter. So that's exciting, too. Thank you so much, and thank you for
0: coming on Cavitude. Thank you for helping spread the word and thank you to all the shelters who just do so much to keep our cats safe.
1: Okay, and for the last time, happy National Cat Day, cat lovers. Thanks to my guests for coming on Catitude and sharing some great information about adopting cats and what you can do for behavior issues. Thanks to Arm & Hammer. They have a great platform, felinegenerous.com. They're doing this great initiative that kicks off today. And go and take a look at their site. They have great information and it's a wonderful way for you to find out about some local shelters that you might not even know about. And it's a great way to give back. So with that said, I'd like to thank my cat crew which is Dennis and uh, Charlotte and Molly and Sammy and Jethro and Jazz and thanks to everybody listening to Catitude we're one of the top shows out there so thank you thank you thank you and of course huge thank you to my producer Mark Winter for making me and my guests sound amazing now keep listening we have some great shows coming up
0: let's talk pets every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com